Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 if you're East Coast Time. Thrilled to have you along with us, those of you that don't know who I am or don't recognize me. I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. Um, I apologize in advance. My throat's a little bit packed and wonky, but I'm good to go. So if you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud or any other podcast service you might have. If you put in Frank Lomas, Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, TR90, or Solutions, the Digit 4, Anti-Aging. Um, either of those other two will get you, depending on which podcast you're on, to the TR90 calls. They're archived back now almost 11 years. Um, starting in October, there will be 11 years worth of archived calls. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you want to hear us live, join us at 1-712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the code, put in 910022. And if you're there before the host gets there, press the star and it will connect you. And as soon as the host arrives, then it will open up lines. With that being said, um, this is the TR90 support call. And when you're first starting out, it is that one good, really clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Making sure to get plenty of fruits and vegetables. Current thinking is for your fruits and vegetables is seven plus fruits and vegetables. The closer you can get them to their original state, the better. Um, however, getting that many actually can be a challenge. Um, drinking plenty of water to stay hydrated, and the current thinking on that is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you need to be drinking 50 ounces of water at a minimum. And if you're in a humid area or... It, you're exercising heavily, you'll need to increase that significantly to offset what your body's losing because of the humidity and because of the exercise. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum. If you're not able to do that, take them with your meals. They'll still work. It's just not quite as effective as it would be if you could take them beforehand. Some people find that if they're taking their uh, supplements with a meal, it's probably better because sometimes it sits better on their stomachs. Um, personal preference, and I do it both ways. I take it 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, but I've also been known to take them with my meals. So with that being said, do keep that into consideration. So um, seven to nine hours, a good quality rest at night that will help your brain make good decisions for the next day, helps you store long-term memories, uh, actually helps your memories. Memory, just, it does a load of things while you're sleeping, which is why it's important to get that good quality sleep. 
30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. That's another key component to this program. It makes a huge difference. Uh, try not to exercise within the, about two hours of going to bed because you'll sleep better if you do it earlier in the day. But you can chunk it up. If you can't do 30 minutes all at one time, do two 15 minutes or three 10 minutes. Just make sure you're getting your exercise in. And, you know, chunking up is not a bad way to go. So I am sharing some information today out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Your Life for the Rest of Your Life, written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews. And we've been, um, last Thursday we were started talking about pumpkin, why it's really important to be including that in your health style. We're getting into the time of year where pumpkins are more prevalent at squash. So keep that in mind. And for beta carotene, well, for your daily carotene recommendation, according to the Food and Nutritional Board of Institute of Medicine for the National Academy of Sciences, their recommendation allowances vary, or here are their, their recommendations for various um, nutrients. So the alpha carotene, 2.4 milligrams or more from food sources, your beta carotene, yes, there are two, there's the alpha and the beta, six milligrams or more from food sources, lycopene, 22 milligrams or more from food sources, lutein and zeaxanthin, 12 milligrams or more from food sources, and the beta cryptoxanthin, one milligram from um, yeah, one milligram from food sources. And we're going to jump into um, I believe it's cancer prevention and why um, consuming carotenoid rich, rich foods reduces the risk of various types of cancer. And I think I read that and shared that with you last week. Um, They've done several different studies, but it helps to lessen the risk of breast cancer, and it's been known to also um, help with bladder cancer risks. And that being said, we're going to jump into, I believe, let's see. I think we're in inflammation. Inflammation was, has been associated with the development of diseases, various diseases. A recent laboratory study demonstrates that beta-carotene can down-regulate the pro-inflammatory COX, COX-2 pathway. In other words, it suppresses the activation of inflammation. This pathway is a major cause of inflammation and the same one that is disabled with non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like Advil and aspirin. Although further work is needed to verify the relevance of these cellular studies, this is the first promising report showing beta-carotene as a natural COX-2 inhibitor or a natural anti-inflammatory. So if you want to boost your carotenoid intake, here are some top sources for the alpha-carotene 
One cup of cooked pumpkin has 13 milligrams. Carrots, one cup cooked, has 6.4 milligrams. And butternut squash cooked has one cup, has 2.3 milligrams. The orange bell pepper, one cup, and I'm believing this is going to be raw, has 0.3 milligrams. One cup of cooked collards, as in collard greens, has 0.2 milligrams. So on your beta carotene, one cup cooked of sweet potato has 19 milligrams. One cup of cooked pumpkin has 18.8 milligrams. So the, the reason why they're suggesting the pumpkin is because you get both the alpha and the beta. You've got 13 milligrams on the alpha and you've got 18.8 milligrams on the beta. One cup of cooked carrots has 12.5 milligrams, so that's considerably, um, that's almost double of what it is for the alpha carotene. Butternut squash, one cup cooked, is 9.4 milligrams, which is actually just over three times the amount of beta carotene that you get for, for the alpha carotene. And for the beta carotene, one cup of cooked spinach, 9.4 milligrams, just like it is for the um, butternut squash. So pumpkins in your kitchen. Winter squash, which count pumpkin as a family member, are usually available fresh only in the autumn. As well, we know this. They are a treat when you can find them, and I advise you to search them out at farmer's markets where you can find unique varieties by pumpkins or butternut squash that are rock hard. Winter squash do spoil, and the first sign is a softening of the rind. Try to find squash with the stems still on, which protects them from bacteria. Very, varieties of winter squash that are particularly flavorful include butternut, buttercup, delicata, and Hubbard squashes. If they're not too large, prepare them by cutting them in half and drizzling on a bit of honey and sprinkling of black pepper and baking in a 350-degree oven until the flesh is soft. Oh, here's a side note about the pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds, often called papitas or little seeds in Spanish, are a nutritional bargain. They're rich in vitamin E, iron, magnesium, potassium, and zinc, and are a good plant-based source of omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. You can buy them roasted or you can do it yourself. If you're removing seeds from fresh pumpkins, remove any pulp or strings from them, rinse them in fresh water, hair dry them on a cookie sheet overnight, drizzle with a bit of olive oil, some sea salt, and roast at 350 degrees for 15 to 20 minutes. Sprinkle them with curry powder or chili powder if you like. Cool completely and store in an airtight container. Now back to those winter squashes. When a winter squash is not in season, you can take advantage of a more modern version of this vegetable by stocking up on canned pumpkin, which should be a staple in every pantry. It's inexpensive, widely available, and can be called upon at a moment's notice to provide a nourishing soup casserole, or dessert, or even a delicious insta-snack when mixed with some yogurt and perhaps some nuts and honey. 
Many people are surprised to learn that canned pumpkin is rich in fiber. Oh, that's another reason why you should be eating the fruits and vegetables. Guys, 45 grams of fiber. Ladies, 32 grams of fiber daily. Let's see. It's so creamy you might expect not expect this to be the case. Low in calories, it has a truly impressive nutrient profile. I, meaning Dr. Pratt, uses canned pumpkin frequently. It's always been popular in his house, especially as the main ingredient in his wife's wife Patty's pumpkin recipe, which I will probably be sharing with you tomorrow. That appeared in the Superfoods RX, but like I said, I'll be sharing with sharing it with you because it's included in this book. Let's not forget the pumpkin sidekicks, carrots, butternut squash, and sweet potatoes, and orange bell peppers are a powerful group of foods that give us opportunities to consume a beneficial amount of carotenoids. Oh, you are my little turkey, aren't you? So, a rich source of carotenoids that... Most people tend to eat pumpkin, butternut squash, and sweet potatoes in the cooler weather and carrots and orange peppers in the warmer weather. So that's why we're kind of reminding you that those sidekicks are really important. You can have one one time of the year and you can have the others the other time of the year. Baby carrots are great little bites, rich in beta carotene and alpha carotene, but they're not really babies. They are a clever marketing idea of a farmer in California who searched for a way to use up his broken or misshapen carrots. They're easy to use and worth the higher price if they help you serve carrots frequently. Put them out with a healthy dip after, for an after-school snack, stick them in some lunch boxes. Keep a bowl in the fridge to satisfy snackers looking for something crunchy. Sliced orange bell peppers are a good addition to any salad or platter of crudite. He finds that kids love these crunchy treats, and a plate set out in the evening will disappear. Serve them with your favorite healthy yogurt dip, and don't forget the sweet potatoes. With a little creativity, they can jazz up a simple meal. Peel and dice them, then toss the cubes with some extra virgin olive oil. Dust with cumin, freshly ground pepper. Add some ground chili if you like. Roast them on a baking sheet at 425 for about 20 minutes until they're tender. Drizzle with fresh lime juice for serving before serving. With that being said, I'm going to um, let everybody go. I'll get into the recipes, like I said, tomorrow. Um, and there's a couple of really good recipes in here in particular. If you're looking on how to tame a winter squash, here is something you can do. Um, winter squash are very hard, requiring brute force to penetrate them, even with the sharpest of knives. So here's how to tame that winter squash. Wash it well and place the whole squash, yes, I did say the whole squash, on a parchment-lined baking sheet. Bake in a 325-degree preheated oven for 15 to 30 minutes, depending on the size and variety of your squash, just until the skin is soft to touch. And when you touch with the back of a spoon, it leaves a slight indentation. 
that's when you remove it from the oven, and when cool enough to handle, you cut in half and scoop out the seeds, then the pulp, and proceed with your recipe. I will tell you, I have tried that numerous times. It's one of my now favorite tricks on uh, when I'm baking a whole squash because, you know, good knives are hard to come by and you don't want to break them. So with that being said, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out for September 5th, 2022. I'm going to wish you all a really great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for those recipes and some creative kitchen thoughts at the top of the hour. If you're looking to build the new skin business, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information with you about how to build that new skin business. And I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. Hope you guys have a really great day. There we have it, friends. Why we should be including squash into our diets. Oh, that feels so much better drinking that tea. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's going to clear that throw up really well. Should have started you feel, earlier. You feel better. <laughs> I hope to. Yes. And thank you for coming on on the holidays. Well, you know, sometimes the holidays are when we need that extra support. And I always appreciated when the speakers before me always did the holidays. So I, that's why I kind of make sure that we've got those holidays covered. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Well, you have a great day. And um, oh. we'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely. I'll be back. Take care, one and all, and hopefully tomorrow my throat will be in better shape than it is now because I've got I found my honey ginger lemon crystals and I just love those hot teas. So have a great day, one and all. Okay, bye bye.